they're too deep into it now with him. They have to let this shit play out until the movie's out, I think. I just want, like, an after credit scene of, like, Ezra being dusted from some Flashpoint bullshit, and then you see Grant Gustard <laughs> come through, like, the Speed Force. Like, the fuck's going on? That'd be awesome. It'd make my day. Yeah, yeah. I, if I'm not making it myself, I'm letting, I'm picking the ones that YouTube auto generates. It's a pain in the ass to make thumbnails. I'm just not set up software-wise to be able to do it quickly. So I'm like... Yeah. Yeah, you can. You just edit the details of the video and then you can change the thumbnail. You have to do it from like YouTube uh, Studio. Go. boys finally we are finally live Yo. what's up gen nation what is going on Man. in true 
to form for the theater room podcast <laughs> just a non-stop train wreck, train wreck. we got problem after problem <laughs> i apologize for anyone who jumps in for anyone who watches on youtube it took a long time but we are here we are alive and we got a ton of shit to talk about and it was hard not to talk about this stuff offline but we got a ton of stuff to talk about uh real quick thank you guys for jumping in uh you'll notice anyone's watching a different look uh if you haven't already before we get into the meat and potatoes like and subscribe all over the place twitter twitch facebook snapchat youtube uh you know gge network or ggen you can find us all on all those platforms and uh we just put our black adam trailer reaction up on youtube so taking keep a lookout for that we have two parts of the multiversal podcast that went live over the last few days um and that's live on youtube if you want to watch the replay but also in the podcasting formats anywhere you can listen to podcasts so take a look at that as well and uh yeah let's get into it so um Maybe we, right now I have the Lucasfilm uh, video up, but maybe I should pull up Black Adam so we can chat about that a little bit longer. Not like uh, we didn't break it down too much anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but for anyone who uh, didn't watch the reaction yet, give it a give it a shot and let us know what you think. I wonder what you guys thought of the trailer. But uh, as we said very briefly before, uh, I'm not that excited about it. I know, Scythe, you are. But uh, the trailer didn't wow me like I kind of hoped it would. I get it. Um, I, I'm just, I'm not like overly excited like I was for uh, Doctor Strange or anything like that. But yeah. um, I don't know. Like I, I was saying in the in the reaction video, just regardless of the movie um, and how much The Rock is The Rock, it's still always a fun movie to watch when he's in something. So I, I'm just excited just based off that alone and the fact that it's you know. <laughs> revolving around a superhero in the dc world is uh pretty cool yeah so. yeah i mean uh, like if he's a superhero huh I, if he's a superhero if he's a know. superhero the just, anti-hero rock just remember uh even if he is a superhero he kills people he'll he'll remind you of that over and over again yeah yeah we'll see i i zuplex you said in previous uh you know theater room podcast you said it you said it on the reaction you know, the rock plays the rock. Every everyone he every character he plays, it's the rock as so and so. Um, so I really think he's channeling his inner like acting and does not want to come off as the same kind of rock persona. But the trailers can show you a lot and then the movie can be something completely different. So we'll see what happens when it comes out. We really don't know. Yeah. Real, real quick, uh Buttersworth, thanks for jumping in, man. I can always count on you. He said uh First, he said, holy hell, I can finally watch it live. So thanks for making me feel bad after all the issues. <laughs> you know, it's not like I wasn't stressing enough. Um, he, Texas Internet does suck. I apologize. And uh, But then Texas he also said, uh, Scythe, he said, uh, congratulations on the MJF video reaching 1K views real quick. Hell yeah. Uh, that video is skyrocketing. I just want to thank everybody um, yeah, watching. Man. I also want to thank Mr. Buttersworth because he's the one that recommended that video. So... That's a it's a big Good shout out to MJF him for being that funny. Isn't uh, Thanks, MJF for being a whack job? I'm not uh, sure. the biggest wrestling fan, but isn't he the one that just dropped a major f bomb on uh, on I don't know? He, uh, yeah, he's he's, he's the one that he he went all over the place. He was just shitting on everything. Um, but well, yeah, that that's the same guy. Well, congrats, Scythe. I think that's the first uh, YouTube video Thank on you. the channel that hit over a thousand. So uh, you know, I'll, I'll drink to that, even though I'm not drinking any alcohol Hell yeah. today. 
I'll I'll sip my water gracefully for that. Go for it. <laughs> Pinky's out for a 1K. So we're not going to get too much into Black Adam because we did just do a reaction video. Like I said, it's out. It's live on YouTube now if you want to check it out after the podcast. But uh, let's uh, kind of switch switch gears a little bit to Star Wars because that's honestly what I'm more excited about. Yeah, are, yeah. are you guys fully caught up, including today's episode for Obi-Wan? Yes. Let's go. So, we, I mean, what boy, do you guys baby. think? Listen, I'm a Star Wars fanboy. I won't, I'm not the type of fanboy that loves everything. If I, you know, I have my opinions. If I don't like it, I don't like it. We've talked, and I'll say it again, Scythe, live on air. Yep. In my opinion, The Last Jedi is one of the best Star Wars movies. <laughs> one of the my best God. Star Wars movies. How is that one of the best, though? Because it, How? It, it like, dare, it dare makes it one of the best. something different. Because it, visually, it's one of the prettiest <laughs> movies ever. First of all, visually, oh, okay. Go, go watch Avatar then. Like, oh, Avatar's not that movie. Compared to Star Wars. <laughs> I'm saying, <laughs> as far as being a pretty movie, like we're talking Star the, Wars, though. We're talking Star Wars. It's one of the. It's visually, it's one I, of the more stunning Star Wars I movies. I will say, oh man, don't understand the hate the Last Jedi gets. I don't either. I mean, Canto like, Bite the whole. It the just whole wasn't scene I get, but. good. Like everything about that movie, like. That's not true. The fact that the fact, okay, uh, you have Force Luke brushing his shoulder off, just being a a, st- a log standing there. <laughs> like it was, it was like such a boring fight. When the, the fact that you, you say that, admit, you miss the whole point of the fight of that scene. No, I because mean. I, I didn't want that fight that I saw. It we was got, garbage. We got the lightsaber fight in the movie. That was before that moment. That moment was not about lightsabers. It was not about measuring dicks. It was about Luke it could have been Kylo, it could have been you, it. it could have been something epic where they had you know somewhat of a fight because what we got was nothing um and no, we got we got Luke using his eventually him realizing he's not actually there we got, like we got Luke keeping his calm using years of experience to win the day we got Kylo being, shit, being immature and letting the anger oh, take listen, over listen, and not paying attention. Was dog in shit. that Star Wars movie that we have never seen in a, in a Star Wars movie before. Right. Yeah, okay. Right, we got the Holdo Maneuver, which was baller as hell. Hold, yeah, the, so, Holdo, the Holdo Maneuver alone would be so amped in that movie. Right, that whole scene was fantastic. It looked good. The sound was good. Was I mean, amazing. The only Is that where... With the, untimely, with the untimely passing, like, listen, let's let's give... let's We'll call a spade a spade here. With the untimely passing of... of, uh, of uh, Wow, I can't remember. Carrie, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. Fisher. Wow, I was. I kept wanting to say Carrie Underwood, and I know that's wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> but as where it says it was good, un- but it wasn't the best. Carrie Fisher. Had, they had far from some, the best. Had to do some creative workaround story wise. You know, um, there's some corny parts to the movie. I'm not gonna lie. The only two uh, corny parts lot. are her force flying through the through space. That yeah, was, that was god awful. That was just a, a, just cheesy. I, I even said out loud in theaters, like, "Oh come on!" Like you know, that was dumb. And the, the whole ca- casino scene, like that was just kind of a waste. Like, casino was stupid. Scene. Yeah, like, that was all. Dumb. Rose being uh, trying to make Rose, out with Finn Rose during a, a battle. Yeah, uh, the Luke that, thing, that despite what you guys said, was uh, amazing. Was the most shit character they ever brought in Star Wars. Rose, it was yeah. Oh, Rose. That's yeah. not that's not racist hate. That's just an unnecessary character that had no point to be in the in the movies. Um, no. But that being said, there's a lot of good that came out. You know that I that I liked in those movies. They continued to waste. Uh, what was her face? Um, 
the hell was her name? Which the the silver stormtrooper. The hell was her name? Photon Phasma. Phasma. But that's there's no difference between that and Boba Fett in the original trilogy. I mean, they they basically just did what the original trilogy did, and then they changed some things to try something new. I mean, Snoke is basically the Emperor from the original trilogy, and Phasma is Boba Fett from the original trilogy. How they handled Snoke Snoke ended up being just like a a puppet. Snoke wound up being like the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't know that at the time. But in the original trilogy, when that ended, we knew nothing about the Emperor. We had no backstory so on the, him. Like, it's the the best show. part of that movie was the Ray Kylo fighting the whatever they call him. That was, that was an amazing him. scene. Even though the choreography... That was, that was the best part. When you watch it on multiple viewings, the choreography really does not hold up. They did not oh. do, do it well, but uh, it's still a fun scene to watch. And the whole battle yeah. on... Um, I can't even think of the last name, planet's name now. The Salt Planet, though, just looked fantastic. Even though you know there was some cheesy okay. stuff, but it looked fantastic. I'm telling you, the, I don't, the I'll problem fight anybody. I have with the new trilogy, the new trilogy huh? is that it seems disjointed. Oh, 100%. I, 100%. I yeah, because they, they should have just but had one like director Ryan just Johnson take the whole the thing. One. I totally agree with that. And Johnson got into the second one and said, everything that JJ did, I'm going to undo. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And when JJ got it back, he was like, everything Ryan Johnson did, I'm going to undo. Oh, there yeah. was a lot of like disjointment with that. They should have just let JJ do the whole trilogy. Agreed. I know. I agree. I agree. 100%. I, I actually liked Force uh, Awakens. I thought that was a that I that was way better than Last Jedi to me. That was like yeah, that agree, felt but... like an old school Star Wars movie. Um, where Last Jedi, I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm watching here. No, I, and then I, forget forget Rise of Skywalker. That that. Yeah. We that movie shouldn't even be canon. We could all agree on that. Rise of Star Skywalker Wars. was garbage, uh, and I've watched it so many times, like just trying to fall in love with some aspect of it. One, just, once was enough. It's just garbage. Again, it seems like Rise of Skywalker. The problem was that Ryan Johnson was trying to do his own thing outside of like right. the overall storyline was, and just just like everything that JJ showed you in Force Awakens, we're gonna undo in this movie. Then JJ mm-hmm. tried to bring it all back. In Last Jedi, just uh, like yeah, he tried to reverse the fuckery that Rian Johnson did, and uh, yeah, exactly. it didn't work. But that's a, and that exactly. was a problem. The first twenty minutes of Rise of Skywalker is literally just like a a scene of oh, Kylo Ren smashes helmet here. We're gonna fix it. Oh, you, he didn't mention the Knights of Ren here. They're here. They're, they're here now. Like it, the whole yeah. first exactly. twenty minutes was just him going, okay, all that's done. Let's move forward, and then giving us you know a fake Chewie death. And then two seconds later, showing us, no, 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 don't cry because he's, he is alive. I'm like, what, like yeah. the whole, the whole ride of Skywalker is just garbage. Smoke in, in the dumbest way possible. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I hated it all. I, I, I really didn't like Rise of Skywalker at all. That was no, weird. it was terrible. I will say, uh, Buttersworth, I agree. He's a good director. He's a great director, and it's a shame that the hate he got for Last Jedi has now ended his ability to create an original Star Wars movie, which I think. If he had, if he didn't do Last Jedi and just did an original idea in the Star Wars world, people would have absolutely loved it. Even if it was, if he did the Last Jedi just with characters nobody knew, people would have absolutely loved it. But because it was, you know, Luke Skywalker and people wanted wine, hey, not my Luke Skywalker. <laughs> they, uh, they hate it. But anyway, we went on. A, we it went was on trash. A rant. We went on a rant. It was Let, trash. Let's talk about what we all can agree is fantastic in the Star Wars world: the Obi Wan show. So we're four episodes in now. Really good, man. 
four episodes in, we said this briefly off air, and I, it's it's worth repeating. The issue that I'm coming up to, and that I think you guys agree with me, is that this show <coughs> is it's there's too little episodes. We could we need more yeah, episodes. There's only two episodes. Yeah, that's what I was saying. It, it's falling into the problem that Moon Knight had. It's just not enough time to show everything that they're thinking. Yeah. Um, that maybe, that the story should be. No. You know what I mean? Like, <sighs> maybe me. not. I feel like the the difference between this and Moon Knight is that Moon Knight, <coughs> uh, the episodes that we got were paced terribly. Possibly. So, I mean, like, you, they, you don't think these are episodes? We are needed one to, more episode. Like, I feel like these. I, I'm not. Episodes, I'm not having but, a problem with the pacing of the episodes. I'm just having a problem that saying, there's not not going to be enough pacing, of them. The pacing of of Obi Wan is really good. Yeah. It's paced properly. I think that we were just expecting a bigger story than we're going to get. The the story that we're getting is just him saving Leia. Like that's the yeah. whole show. Yeah. Getting her back to Alderaan, it's, I guess. Yeah. It's another know. show where you have, you know, a, a sidekick problem you have to worry about the whole time. See, I'm not hating that because I think Leia being in the show as a kid was a big surprise. No one expected. I thought you wanted to get rid of the Skywalker sock. <laughs> well, not not in a show, not in a show called Obi Wan, though. I mean, that's not you expect it here. If they called it, uh, you know, some brand new character, and then the entire thing ended up being him saving Leia, yeah, I'd be like, all right, fucking enough with Leia. Let's move on. But I mean, what else are you gonna do? Why? What other reason would Obi Wan get off, leave Tatooine, and stop watching Luke? You know, there's no I don't know, Vader to... hunting him? Like, <laughs> he would just fight. He would have fought him. He would have fought him. He had to leave. The whole Leia angle, like, th- does this... The Leia I angle was cool for, like, an episode watch... or two. That was I wanted to go back and watch the original trilogy to see if this makes any sense with continuity. Well, why, what, is it, what is it messing up? If anything, I, I would say this is explaining why Leia chose to send a message to Obi Wan. In didn't the four. didn't the original trilogy yeah. didn't the original the original trilogy say um, that Obi Wan and Vader like when they finally fought each other that was like the first time they fought each other. No, um, not, not exactly. I mean, since like he the says, trilogy, um, he the, says the so, prequels. We, we meet again at last or whatever. The last time we. Uh, the one thing he does say that's a little weird is the last time I could I'm not gonna get the dialogue 100. percent The last time we let we so, met or whatever you were the learn or I was the learner and you were the master. So uh, mm-hmm. you know that's kind of a little so it, like it implies that they haven't seen each other you know since then. Right. But then here we are in Obi Wan and they've already fought each other. Right. And he smoked him. I mean Vader smoked him. There's no yeah. way he would be the learner after he beat the yeah. fuck out of him and dropped him in some fire. But Vader's uh, in his prime right now, bro. This is. I, I want to see more of Prime I mean, this Vader. This is the most badass Vader that we've we've yep. seen since Rogue One. Yeah, this, yep. this this is what they need. I've been saying this since they just said they were going to come out with Disney Plus shows. If is if they're going to put Vader in a lot of these shows, they need to have him be this like specter that just keeps coming, that's intimidating, that you can't stop, that's scary. You know, kind of show us the legend of Vader that we heard about but we never saw. We always heard this guy is scary. You don't want to fight him if you see him run, but you never saw him do anything besides fight Luke. And he wasn't he in uh, Empire Strikes Back. He's not really fighting him. He's kind of just toying with them to kind of fuck him up a little bit. And then in Return of the Jedi, he is sort of fighting him, but he's conflicted, so he doesn't want to hurt him. 
So, you know, we didn't see this version of Vader unless you played the games or, you know, read some books. So I love that we're getting this version of Vader in live action finally. And I would love to see it some more. If you read, if you watched Clone Wars, not even Clone Wars, I'm sorry. If you watched uh, Star Wars Rebels, we saw this version of, of Vader. This just like behemoth of a freaking man that just won't stop. This powerful f- force user, you know. And you see it in yeah, Fallen Order, too. I understand why you're supposed to be scared of Vader. 100%. Him walking through that I, village and just snapping people's necks just yeah, so he can get Obi-Wan to come out is just like, that's peak. Peak Vader. That's what we need to see. And the fact that they snapped a kid's neck on Disney Plus was so great. <laughs> now, did you read? It was so great. Who, who shared it? Somebody uh, in the Facebook group shared an article that apparently that scene was supposed to be a lot darker. But Disney was like, whoa, whoa, whoa! All right, like one kid's neck is enough. We gave you that. <laughs> like, let's just let's not go any further. He snapped the kid's neck and then lit Obi Wan on fire. Yeah, and and, and a, then like dragged his way. mother across the sand, the in a, floor, in a or whatever. Way. He was just like, oh, here, here's a little, here's a little taste of what I felt, you son of a bitch. <laughs> but Buttersworth says awesome. so far it's going a lot better than the book of Boba Fett. That is one hundred percent true. That's one hundred percent correct. 100% true. The pacing, so you mentioned before uh, with Zuplex, the pacing uh, on Moon Knight was just all over the place. The, the pacing here is consistent, but it's almost a little too fast. That's what I'm saying. It's almost like it, they're kind of flying through story, which is why I agree with you, Scythe, that like, we need another episode or two if they're going to keep at this pace. Again, it all depends on how big mm-hmm. the story was supposed to be. Like, Well, that's true. That's think true. We, we were expecting a much larger story, and we're getting here, and I think we're just getting a smaller story. And I don't know if it's... See if they needed one more episode. I could see them wrapping this well, up. Well, I guess we gotta. It's hard to say if they need more episodes, right? Until we finish the show, so we got two more episodes left. To see what happens. You know, in the next episode. And the other thing too is like this isn't gonna be a one and done series. Disney's <sighs> definitely gonna turn this. Into no, a they already greenlit a season two. I think. Yeah, well, that's what I'm, I'm saying. Wondering, so, I keep hearing the rumors that Vader's gonna get his own show, so I'm wondering if that's gonna. I be hope so. Like that'll be I the want, continuation of this. You know, want to see an Inquisitor long. show where they're just hunting down Jedi. That's where that's what they're missing. There's a yeah. few books in particular where it's just Jedi on the run from not Inquisitors and in the book. These are old canon books; they don't count anymore. But where they're just on the run from like Darth Maul, from Vader, and like it's like yeah. the whole book is told from the perspective of these Jedi who can't fight because they don't want to reveal themselves, but are also like running from somebody who's trying to actively not just like you know kind of shoot him once in the leg, like murder the fuck out of him. And uh, we, I would love to see something focused on the Inquisitors. The only Absolutely. problem is, like, I, the, only, the only my only problem is, Disney is scared to tell any stories from the side of the Empire, and uh, I don't think that they're if they were to do that, it would be like, oh, this person's joining the Inquisitors or whatever, but somehow, you know, is woken up, escapes, and they spend their time running from the Inquisitors. I want to see a story where we're focused. The main character is on the side of the Empire or Sith. And, like, I just want to see their version of it, their version of things. Yeah. Again, it'll just be different. You know what I mean? I think in uh, Battlefront cool. 2, Scythe, I know you played the uh, the campaign there. The whole, the promise was that we were going to see a story told from the Empire, from a stormtrooper within the Empire. And yeah. within, you know, like an hour at least, they had a change of heart. And now they're fighting for the Rebels. Which was a big disappointment yeah. to me. I want to see the other side of it sometimes, you know. Not every character is bad. Yeah, following I the agree. Empire besides out of fear, you know. Well, because you mm-hmm. see, you see that guy on the planet in um, not this episode that aired today, but two episodes ago, Zach Braff's character. Um, you know, he followed the Empire. He was Probably. there for them. 
he was all about whatever the empire was selling. You know, he just gave in to that propaganda. Like, he, he doesn't mean he's a bad guy. He clearly is just confused. So, like, I, you know, it's like I'm interested in seeing those kind of characters and what their day-to-day is like. Even if it's just, like, one-off episodes, you know, maybe do, like, a Star Wars what-if <laughs> kind of thing, but see some stories yeah. from that side. They did that They did that animation, Star Wars. Visions, yep. Show. Star Wars Visions. And they announced Visions, a season yeah, two. That, or a uh, volume two, I should yeah. say. So I'll tell you right now, that that one, I, I watched, I think I watched all of them. Um, but the one that's, like, the, the samurai. Oh, I love that one. That was the first one, I think. It got used one. all over TikTok. That got so popular really quickly. Yeah, that was amazing. I mean, that was amazing. It was an amazing, amazing episode of that. Um, I don't know, man. Like, as far as Obi-Wan is concerned so far for me, like, I've been really been enjoying the show. Like, I think Ewan McGregor's amazing. Yeah, clearly. He, he's, he's definitely Yeah, really bro. He's, he's, he's knocking this out of the park, man. Yeah. He seems he, like he's, he's doing... Acting just with his eyes. Like, you can 100%. feel the scene with his eyes, man. See, now, it's if, so he, good. if he told me he needed to remove his helmet in order to really connect with the audience, I can understand it because he, <laughs> he, he you know, his eyes, you're right, his eyes do a ton of acting. But I, mm-hmm. feel, like, I feel like... What actually, if... Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what if Vader starts taking his helmet? <laughs> uh, he's going he's, he's to decide he wants to connect with some human character with Reva. And he's gonna oh, take his my helmet God. Off. Hey, you know what? I, yeah, Hayden can only act without the helmet. I wouldn't even uh, hate it unless he starts showing. We start seeing his ass, like Master Chief. Then I'm oh gonna my be like, God. Oh, forget it. You ruined it. You ruined all of it. I will say, uh, I noticed after this last That's episode, the Empire's ass. So, so <laughs> spoiler alert: if you haven't watched all the episodes, but on this last episode, uh, Obi Wan has to sneak into the um, Inquisitorius. What's it called? The um, the grand, the, yeah, the grand Inquisitorius. Yeah, well, the, it's called the Fortress Inquisitorius, and it's basically yeah. the home base of <laughs> well, all the Inquisitors. Stupid. It is a stupid name, but it's excuse me, the it's a home base. It's, it pulled right from the video game too, well, which is so awesome. This, the, uh, I was actually just going to say that I think one of the reasons why I'm loving the show so much, besides the, the fact that Obi Wan is also, it's mirroring a lot of the it's, game. It's literally yeah. taking so many aspects from Jedi Fallen Order and bringing them into live mm-hmm. action. The the Fortress Inquisitorius. Just the Inquisitors in general, the way their whole dynamic is kind of ripped straight from the games. Having yeah. Vader show up as this like powerhouse that they have to answer to straight from the games. This episode in particular, if you haven't finished the games, I apologize for the spoilers, but there's a, a scene in the game mm-hmm. where in order to get away from Vader, the main character literally shatters some of the glass, gets the ocean in, uses a rebreather to you know swim out with the person who's trying to save. Yep. And Vader, being the badass he is, just casually puts his lightsaber away and then just starts using the Force to keep the ocean at bay while he just you know st- walks backwards <laughs> out of the fucking hallway. It's one of the most badass scenes ever. And another example mm-hmm. of why uh, people got to be scared of this of Vader. I mean, you know, all these scenes, the whole show is giving me Fallen Order vibes. If you have not yep. played Jedi Fallen Order, you absolutely should play it. It's a phenomenal, phenomenal game. And it's one of the reasons why this show is so good, in my opinion. Wasn't a fan. You, I don't know why you didn't like Order. it, but you like Elden Ring. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there. Well, my my thing about Fallen Order was it wasn't so much of um, great story, like Cal. You know? I mean, it was basic. You know, but, I guess none of the Star Wars movies are really, you know, really in depth stories. It's just you know the good yeah. guys have to stop the bad guys, and overall, it's the thing just, about it was is that like game itself became super repetitive super quickly see i didn't get that but i mean everyone uh, you know is gonna have a different experience so i can't 
if that's how you felt, then I can't convince you. Yeah, otherwise. I enjoyed it. You know? I loved it. I loved it. I thought I, I, every, I, again, boss, I'm fight, every boss fight was uh, unique in its own way. Um, like every system, you know, Inquisitor. Or getting whatever. to the boss fight was just super repetitive. Follow this path. Look for the secrets. But it reminded me a lot of the first Assassin's Creed game. It's just like you have to do this. You have to do this. You have to do this. And then there's a boss fight. And then next level. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, listen, uh, it's not, I guess that's how most games are. You know what I mean? But uh, I don't know. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. I'm honestly itching to play it again. I, I freaking loved it. And I'm also by, uh, even more biased for the fact that it's a good Star Wars game is one thing. But um, the, I forget the character's name now. But Liam McIntyre, who played Spartacus, is in the game as well. So, you know, it's just another reason why I freaking love it. The moment I heard his voice, I was like, uh-oh, this is it. My favorite <laughs> game of all time. Uh, you know. But anyway, uh, so Obi-Wan, I think it's just fantastic. We have two episodes left. You know, we all know what's going to happen. At the end of this episode, there's a tra- of course, there's a tracker on uh, with Leia and Obi-Wan. Yeah. So Can we just talk about, though, the scene of um, when they're trying to sneak out and they have the two, uh, you know, fighter jets come in and shoot down into the building as they're trying to run to the ship? I thought that whole scene was awesome. Why why don't they use that tactic more often is what I want to know because I don't know. it seems to work. <laughs> and the fact that they were so focused on, you know, Obi-Wan and everything, they right. they weren't like um realizing that these ships entered the airspace right. <laughs> on the radar cuz everybody was focused on Obi-Wan. I will say again another say right now another badass scene was Reva you know using her lightsaber to block the blasters from the ships. Yeah, you know you don't see that too often. Go ahead, uh, yep. Alex. What are you gonna say? What I took away from this this episode, that little girl that plays Leia can act her fucking. Oh ass. hell yeah, she's good for that sure. Interrogation scene is insane. That that's a it's a, how old is she? Eight. Whoever, yeah. whoever found her, she's about to get spikes in her yeah. eyes and shit. Whoever found her, whoever yeah. decided to cast it, her, you know, should win a Kevin Feige. Feige's running Star Wars. It's like even, no. even before they put her in the contraption, and uh, Third Sister sitting there trying to like interrogate her and everything like that, and then she starts playing mind games back with Third Sister. <sighs> her facial expressions change. She right. realizes that Third Sister's onto her, and it's just like I was like I was blown away by it. I really was. Yeah. It really She's goes good. to show you uh, if you hire people to write a, a, a property that really know the characters. That know like the the overall uh, feeling of each each character and, and how how they would handle situations. It almost I feel like makes it easier for the actors to do a good job because the writing team has laid down perfect. Like you one hundred percent believe this little kid is gonna go become Carrie Fisher's version of Leia and lead the rebellion. Yeah, one hundred percent. Buttersworth says uh, this could use at least two more episodes or could use at least two more episodes, which, you know, again, I guess it remains to be seen. We'll see what happens when it ends. Um, they also greenlit other characters from the Rebels other than Cad Bane and that Fallen Order is top three Star Wars games of all time. So I was hoping we would see Cad Bane, like, helping the Inquisitors, like, try to hunt them down. We still might. I mean, you know, the cameos are just, can be held for the last couple of episodes. Right. There are two more left. We still yeah. might see him. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we're already at the end, so... I have a I feeling like we're gonna see. It. It's almost like they're they're borrowing so much from Fallen Order. I feel like we're gonna see a character from Fallen Order, maybe like Forrest Whitaker's character, or I, I see know. like Cal at the end of it when he finally links up with other Jedi's. Talk about an orgasm! I would. Uh, yeah. I might. I might smash my TV. 
You know what I'm saying? And I mean that both ways. <laughs> I mean that both ways. Um, sp- spe- <laughs> speaking of the other characters from uh, Rebels, um, they did announce. So they, you know, we we didn't see it. They didn't release the trailer for it yet. But the Ahsoka show apparently had some footage shown at Star Wars Celebration, and they showed essentially almost every Show's character. They showed the trailer, but they showed they basically confirmed every character pretty much from the the rebel the rebels cartoon is going to be live action at this point. Um, the only ones they haven't fully shown are Ezra and Thrawn, and I feel like those are two characters that need to make a live action debut. Thrawn, in well, particular. they already yeah, they're I mean in the Mandalorian they, they she said that. she's going hunting him right. So I mean, like last time they saw saw each other was. Her going to hunt Thrawn. I'm curious though if we're going to see Thrawn and Darth Vader interact at all. That would or, be awesome. That'd be fucking fantastic. I mean, uh, Kathleen Kennedy did say when they first started these the Disney Plus shows that the Star Wars shows in particular were going to work kind of like similar to Avengers, tell this like a cohesive story and build towards mm-hmm. a major crossover. So I'm wondering if that's it. Yeah. Maybe like Vader going after Thrawn to maybe save him or recruit him or whatever, and the Rebels or Ahsoka or whoever. Going after Thrawn to kind of put an end to it and find. I don't know if we're going to see Darth Maul come back. I would love to, but if it's not Ray Park, I'm going to be very upset about it. It's got to be Ray Park. It's yeah. it's one of the few uh, one of the few yeah. things I put my foot I down mean, on. They get they get Scott Atkinson. Well, I'm I'm still thinking yeah. we're going to see Mace Windu at some point. I think so too. There was a rumor, and so in this last episode, the one that aired today. We see essentially the uh, Fortress Inquisitorius. I'm going to keep saying it because I just love that name. Um, has a uh, what Obi Wan called a tomb, and he they showcased a whole bunch of Jedi that were frozen in some sort of like yellow goo, some jello, if you yeah. will. Um, a lot of people thought that one of the Jedi was Mace Windu, um, but I think it's been debunked because he has his right hand and Mace Windu's right hand was cut off. Um, plus, it's Samuel Jackson. You can't. You can't yeah. end his character without giving him a chance to be a badass. So, um, I feel like we're gonna get a Mace show at some point. I think they're gonna give us the answer. That'd be dope. You know, the... he's too old. Though. No, he's too old. Did you see him in Captain Marvel? Come on, he looked like he was twenty in that movie. I mean, he would kind of. He kind of fits. Well, actually, maybe not. When's Mando? Mando's in between the prequel and the original. Well, so or, in, no, no that's between after, the original and the sequels, right? Correct. Yeah, Mando's cause, after. Cause you remember, Luke, Jedi. Luke is after Return yeah. of the Jedi. Luke is is older, yeah, starting yeah, yeah. his own temple. So Mando's after Jedi and the new one. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. So that's a long time from now. I mean, Mace Windu could be a part of that, but it would make almost more sense timeline wise if he was a part of this. If he made a cameo in this show, or maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe in the Boba Fett show. I really don't know, but uh, I would think he'd, yeah, he'd make sure. a cameo sooner. I'm curious of like who's the one. It's kind of off topic, but who's who's the Jedi that saved Grogu when Order sixty six was happening? See, that's, that, that's an see. answer. I, I wonder if we'll get that answer in Mandalorian season three, or if we'll get it in another yeah. show. Because he's gonna start like remember. Uh, Grow is gonna start remembering more stuff now that Luke unlocked its mind, basically. Right, right. Buttersworth just says, uh, "Black don't crack," and you're right. Samuel Jackson could do whatever he wants. Samuel Jackson is the man. I w- so going back to Buttersworth's comment about uh, Fallen Order being the top three Star Wars games of all time. Uh, what? Tell me what you guys think. What are your top three Star Wars games? A Knights of the Old um... Republic. Knights of the Republic, all right. I think that's all. That's in all of our top three. It should be anyway. What else? Never uh, played it. You never played Knights of the Republic. Are you nope. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? Never played it. Bro. Never played. <laughs> it. I mean, Knights of the Old Republic. 
like is is the Star Wars game. To me, that's yeah, that's my number one, like an easy number one. Doing it. Republic. Doing my it. number one for the longest time was uh, Forced Unleashed. I absolutely loved that game. Forced Unleashed was good. <laughs> and then uh, I thoroughly laugh. enjoyed Fallen Jedi or Fallen Order. So that, that I don't know. That's kind of like oh, we got our first my, ad playing my top the, uh, right now. During the podcast, uh, that's the other thing. Of uh, as a side note, uh, we are now this is our first affiliated podcast, our first affiliated <laughs> stream on Twitch. So uh, feel free to click those ads, you know, because we need money. <laughs> Did the ad just randomly pop up? Yeah, I just I have I have it on my phone. It just randomly popped up. So hey, oh, um, All right. what's nice though is that the video didn't stop. Playing. Sorry guys, if you're catching an ad during yeah. our talk. Yeah. No, so the video didn't stop playing, which is nice. So you know they still get to hear us and see us. It's just the ad takes over. Um, I will say, so I agree, Knights of the Republic is my number one, hands down. I, I still remember playing that game, being up till the wee hours of the morning. The whole twist with Darth Revan, I remember being floored when that happened. Like, Just such a such a great yeah. great game, and I, and I can't wait for the remake. Fortunately, it's mm. a good choice, because uh, the first one in particular was excellent. The beginning to I the second it. one was really good when you play as Vader and just kind of dominate some Wookiees. Um, but I would probably say after playing Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker saga, that might jump up to my, uh, number three spot. I haven't played that yet. You're enjoying it. It's good. It's super, super easy. Obviously it's, you know, basically a kid's game, but for the one thing with the Legos game, Lego games is that they are clearly fans. The games are made for fans. There's so many little Easter eggs. And even if you don't play through the main campaign, you could spend hours just exploring these planets as if. You were visiting, you know, Disneyland or Disney World, and yeah. you know the, the Lego of, Avenger games are always fun. Yeah, and so imagine that kind of love, you know. But they put I forget how many years into this one, and there's tons of stuff that are just fans that you're only gonna not fans. I'm sorry, tons of stuff that's gonna put a smile on your face only if you're a fan of the property. And I'm such a yeah. big fan of Star Wars, so it's huge. I, I freaking love it. Um, so I would say it's Night of the Republic. Fallen Order number two, and then Skywalker Saga, Lego Skywalker Saga for me, for my top three. I mean, listen, nice. there's, there's a lot up there. Battlefront's up there. You know, there's a lot of good games, but can't stand Battlefront. Yeah. Well, I'm Personally, sorry, I, I I like Battlefront two. Let me take it back I, a second. I, I thought the story to Battlefront two. The was original awesome. Battlefront two for me is way up there, but the newer Battlefront two, they look amazing, but I did could not get into the newest. I like ones. the Battlefield engine. Like the multiplayer was kind of whack for me. I don't know. I enjoyed the story. Yeah, multiplayer. The only part of multiplayer I enjoy with Battlefront is when you do heroes versus villains. Yeah. Because then you're just you're just the movie characters and you're fighting each other like a five on five. That that even gets old real quick too, though. Yeah, I mean it gets old eventually, but um, it's the most enjoyable aspect of. Battlefront, I thought, and then the story itself to me, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved the uh, how they um, gave you different perspectives of a stormtrooper, kind of how they gave us with Finn. But I think this was before the whole Finn thing. If I'm I, not mistaken. I think my one problem with that is that you know the lightsaber fighting doesn't feel like there's any real skill involved. You know, I guess you're dodging and, and jumping around. You're not. Yeah. But like, yeah, because it's a shooting game. Essentially, it's right. not really a lightsaber game. Right. So I guess that's why I couldn't get into it so much. Like the yeah. one of the things that fall in order that to me kind of jumps it up to my top three is that the lightsaber combat for the first time, as far as I can remember, felt like you were using a lightsaber. It felt like you know? Force yeah. Unleashed, which I loved. Right. 
right force unleashed lightsaber combat was up until fall was, was probably the by hands down the best lightsaber yeah. combat you could have um and then for Knights of the Republic, for me, I'm not a big fan of turn-based RPGs, but there's that style of it's like a hybrid of turn-based and real-time action kind of where you can kind of you're always in control. Oh, it's a turn-based game. Sort That's of. Why I don't the, the way the way it works is like in that game, let's say I'm running down a hallway, you see an enemy, it stops right then, and then you can essentially queue up. I think it's up to five moves, and you know, you choose your enemy and kind of plan it out. But once the fight actually starts. Then you're actively running around, dodging and re- and adding to the move list, so you, the fight just keeps going until it's done. Is this how the remake's going to be, or is this going to be more like yeah. you're in full control? Th- that, I do do that. that I don't know. That I don't know. If it's turn based, I'll tell you right now, I'm probably not playing it because I'm just done with turn based games. It's not turn based like fan- Final Fantasy. It's not slow like that. So the the you know the fact that it's called turn based you can't let that dissuade you you got to got to kind of see what i'm talking about cuz mm. it's not the same thing. i'll have to Although, uh, it might be a wait and see type of thing for me then i don't know <laughs> i don't blame you if you if yeah i don't blame you if you, if you really don't like turn based cuz like, yeah. i don't play final fantasy for that reason but uh the turn you know the final fantasy what 7 remake that just came out they completely went from turn based to uh full blown action yeah they changed it which action. that's all, if they're doing that then that's awesome i'm down for they that they very might they very might do it they're building it from the ground up so it's very possible yeah yeah, I think t- turn-based games is uh, it's old school. I don't really think it has a place now, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah I kind of think it's too, it's too slow. Uh, you know, even like Paper Mario and Nintendo Switch, it's not. Yeah. It's sort of like turn-based, but it just to me it slows down the, the the pacing of the game so much that. Yeah, although there is one turn-based game that I will play to this day. Every time it comes out, and that's the South Park games because they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. You know what? That's a good point because Bro, uh, the fractured butthole was unbelievable, and it's all turned. That, whole, that game was amazing. Fractured butthole was absolutely amazing. I just, it's one of the, it's one of the greatest turn-based games I ever played in my life. That game was fantastic. Can we just briefly talk about how Matt Stone and Trey Parker created a game? That went onto shelves called the fractured butthole, and mm-hmm. no one no one seems <laughs> to react to that. Like it just, oh, it's just so. They weird. had they had oh, they Jared from Jared from Subway. They had Jared from Subway just mayo on a girl because he's jerking <laughs> a sandwich. <laughs> like what is this game? That game was fantastic. Was I'll never forget the first time I fought the priests. And the one priest is spanking him or, or whipping himself with the rosary bead. Yeah, you know, yeah. Oh, you're a bad boy as he's, as he's attacking. Like, uh, it's just so, you know, Morgan Freeman it's so uh, bad. gets upset when you it's fart. It's so bad in the best way. It fucks you up. Like, it's just so good. You're making you go to Canada and it turns into 8 bit. I almost yeah. lost it. It's just fantastic. Yeah. Lost it. So, you know, anyone listening, the Star Wars games, especially the, la- or I'm sorry, the South Park games, the last two of them, are absolutely worth playing. For the humor alone, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the the stick of of truth. Is that what it is? Star, uh, stick of South truth Park, and stick fractured butthole, and then the fractured butthole, the fractured butthole, not not butthole, but hole. Just so good. Yep. Uh, so oh, besides besides Obi Wan, there was another uh, release today, another premiere. Uh, moving over to the MCU side of things, Miss Marvel, Miss Marvel episode one just came out. Did you? Excuse me. Did you guys watch it? You guys watch today? Unfortunately, so yeah, no, I watched. I didn't it. watch yet. I'm going to watch. I read about it and all stuff. But what did you guys think? Yeah. Curious to hear what your thoughts were on that show. Uh, wait, do you want to start it off? Go ahead. I, I, 
so I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Mm-hmm. Being said, I had a really low bar going into the show. So mm-hmm. it's it's not like it, they knocked it out of the park. I think stylistically it's a it's a good looking show like they're doing a lot of like different things it's obviously a younger audience they're looking for it's obviously like a more of a like a high school kami type of adventure show with kids um I mean, the trailer alone basically showed you all that right all like the that being fun- said stuff in the air i think the big problem that they're going to have with this show is that she is so unlikable Really, hero. that's interesting. Yeah. yeah, like, like there's there's parts of this first episode where they really deviated from the comics as far as like the nature of her character, which I'm never really a big fan of. I do because like there's a whole point in the show where like all right, so the whole first episode is basically them trying to Avengers Con, which is like the big. Con- New it was basically like based off the Avengers game. That's how the game started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the part that they changed from the Avengers game was the part where like her father, who is like champion for her all the time against her mom, is like. I thought he was a great character, by the way. Yeah, he's awesome. Like the, the yeah. guys playing him is great, and everything like that. The character's great. And like, there's that whole scene where they're like, "All right, we're gonna let you go, but you have to do, you have to take Appa," and he's dressed as like yeah. a uh, Muslim Hulk. <laughs> yeah, like, it was uh, awesome, great, and he's face painted green, and he's like, "Let's he's go!" Full character, you know, he's full character. Like, you're gonna embarrass me, and like yeah. breaks this man's heart. Yep. It's just like you're sitting there going, like the Kamala Khan that they wrote in the comics would never have done that. It made her so unlikable. Yeah. But do you think that that's the whole point is that she starts off being unlikable like that and then, you know, she kind of like learns the error of her ways uh, by the end of the show? It, it just it puts such a bad taste in my mouth for it that it's just like, like, all right, so they introduced America Chavez in Doctor Strange. I thought the actress that played her was amazing. I thought she was super likable. I thought she could definitely be like, oh, a hero for a young Avengers crowd later on, blah, blah, blah. This, like, I, like, I'm starting to, like, already dislike Kamala Khan. Wow. From, that's, uh, that's interesting. From, like, this that. first episode. There's also a whole point where, like, she wrecks Avengers Con because she, she got gets her powers there from a bracelet. Yeah. And, yeah. and she's got a chance to save somebody. She her- lets... <laughs> This chick gets smacked by a giant Thor hammer. Mm-hmm. It's like she's like, get down, and then she just jumps out of the way. She could have easily grabbed the girl and got her out of the way of the giant Thor hammer. It's like eventually she uses her power to save her, like by stretching out a big weird hand, white arm hand. thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, the whole thing was dumb. I didn't hear any that many negative things about it um, just throughout the day, so I'm surprised that. Uh... You're going on this little rant here. I'm yeah, gonna... it's it, it's a very average to below average show. Like wow. it, it wasn't anything special to it, in my opinion. It, the show just it. I enjoyed everyone around Kamala. I couldn't stand Kamala, and by the time we got to like Avengers Con, like 
the episode picked up and it was more enjoyable because for it was more enjoyable as far as like seeing um all the different merch and like right. you know the weird Comic-Con vibe, AvengerCon vibe thing. It was like a cool setting. Um the set like I think Wade was saying like the setting um the visuals of the show itself was awesome like you 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 the camera panning to a brick wall and you're seeing animations and all kinds of you know comic bubbles pop up and like certain things like that i thought that was cool but back and forth their emojis pop up and like yeah yeah they did a lot of a lot of cool things and her friend her friend was awesome um yeah he was awesome and he he like (laughs) and he makes these cool gloves for her uh, costume and she just leaves them in the bathroom like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's, her, them, yeah. that's her arc. That's her story arc, you know? She's, she's a, just a piece of shit with a, uh, changed powers. I don't know. Then she becomes a good guy. Yeah. Hey, listen. I uh, mean, I, I mean, I, if so it, in all honesty, it's fitting because Captain Marvel's a piece of shit as well. So. Well, I was, I was going to say, uh, <laughs> technically, Tony Stark was a piece of shit in the beginning of his uh, uh, movie, too. Yeah, but he's a likable piece of shit. He was likable. Yeah, but though, it, yeah. It, he's likable. Like, there's nothing likable about this character so far from what they've shown us. Now, maybe, maybe it changes. I'm not sure. Like, yeah, I don't know. Tried the episode to just felt draggy. That's funny. Yeah. They try to make you feel bad for her that, like, her super oppressive. There's a bit of mystery about what's going on because, like, she gets her powers from this bracelet that her grandmother sent the family. Yeah. So, and... like, her grandma's the first Miss Marvel? Yeah. Like, it made like... no sense. It made no sense. Well, I mean, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm chalking that up to the trying to keep mystery and secrets for later on. Of course. Yes. Yeah, I mean, you uh, can't... Uh... Can't the, give all the answers the right road. away. Can't blow everything in the first episode, you know. It's just the I don't. I don't like that we did get from this is that Ant Man has his own podcast. That's amazing. I didn't know that. That's a good. That's oh, a good, uh, I, I think I missed that. I missed that part right in the beginning. Oh, in, in the beginning, she's she's talking about like her own podcast on the battle, like the End Game battle. How like Captain Marvel saved everybody, and she's like, I was able to get all this from Scott Lang's own podcast, and then it shows oh, like his little, little podcast icon where it's like him as Ant Man screaming into a giant microphone. <laughs> mm. Real quick, I uh, must have missed that. Buttersworth says uh, he'll wait till all the episodes are on, and then he'll watch it, which uh, sounds like that's probably a smart idea, even though I don't think I can wait that long. He also says uh, he doesn't want to pipe bomb the show like MJF did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kamala's pipe bombing the show herself. That's interesting. Yeah, and, so. and like Fred said, in all honesty, everybody around Kamala is super likable and like really well done. Even the mm-hmm. brother. The brother like is is really likable. Like he tries to help her out at one point, talk yep. to his parents, like, let her go to Avengers Con, blah, 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 blah. And then she just shits on everybody. <laughs> yeah. Like, so you don't it's think such um, a weird You don't think Yeah, it was, it was like, strange. It, it didn't come off like it was done on purpose, her being a kind of an asshole. You, no, you think it was more just like she was her, just an asshole. Like, it wasn't ability. like it wasn't an act. It I didn't mean, seem like an act. Like you, make, just... you make a good point with um uh, with Tony Stark. It's like in the beginning he was a dick too, but he was charming in his like dickish ways. You know what I mean? He never made yeah, you kind of be like fuck this guy. So that's a, I guess it's a balancing act. That's uh, I mean he was like a, a bat. He was a billionaire bachelor. He was just right. a cocky dick. Like that was just him. But. Yeah. She's just like a confused teen who's an asshole to everyone. 
basically, besides her friend. Well, in my experience, most uh, teens are assholes to everybody. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. It just didn't... Uh, it wasn't enjoyable. It wasn't enjoyable to see. Yeah, her power thing was awful. Looked terrible. Oh, really? I didn't like it at no, all. So um, I'm not a fan. I don't, I don't, I don't like the fact the that she's not an inhuman. That that just destroys her whole character for me. Like, she's an inhuman. Why is she not an inhuman? See, I don't have any connection um, to her. Like, I never read the comics. I never really cared. I, I'm not a fan of the stretching powers in general. I think even Mr. Fantastic looks like an idiot when he does it. So, like. Agreed. But, the, I mean, that's her, though. Like, that's him. That's their power base. That's yeah. their. She's an inhuman, you know, like it would have been cool if uh inhuman. It would have been cool if like uh, a terror a terrigen mist like went off at Avengers Con or something and then she got her powers. Like that would have been like interesting, right. but we got the inhumans and it was terrible. I wonder why though. Like, you, you know who did inhumans so decent though was Agents of Shield. Like it made sense. But they're the same guys that did the Inhuman show off of the Inhumans from Agents of Shield. I don't think it so. They terrible. were yeah. the Inhumans was supposed to be a movie, and then they decided not to put it in theaters, and they put it on ABC or something like oh, it that. Was a, it turned into a show, and yeah. like four episodes, and it was garbage. And it bombed. It was so bad. Yeah, because that was that was supposed to be the movie that went to theater, and they broke it up and put it on ABC. And that that show had some good actors in it too. That was garbage. Yeah, yeah, but the, I mean, the thing about it is, is that I, it's it's like understand wanting to bring him Kamala Khan. The real thing I'm interested in is is like they're really trying to give us a bunch of hints. <sighs> they're linking this to something. The bracelet mm-hmm. looks like it could be kind of the same thing as the Ten Rings. Right, looks like right. it's gonna be something from the Eternals. You know what I'm saying? So th- there's a link coming somewhere in this show. You just feel it, like that. There's got to be more. To, to, it's going it's gonna on. be they're, something, they're... something spacey. Like it's got to be because she it, ends. It's up gonna with, be cosmic. Well, she ends up with uh, Captain Marvel um, for the for the second Captain Marvel movie. So it's got to yeah. end up being something that kind of brings her into space. I think we end up seeing Kamal Nanjuani this show. You think so? I can see that. Yeah. I can see that happening. Yeah. Just kind of a crossover real quick. I mean, we got... How many episodes is it? I don't even know now. Eight episodes? Probably eight. Maybe. I don't think it's very long. Oh, I'm hope, now I'm hoping for six. Like, it's yeah. been my complaint the whole time, but now well, I'm hoping for six. Start a petition. Maybe we can convince Disney to take two episodes off of Ms. Marvel and add two episodes to Obi-Wan. That's really what everyone's into anyway. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Speaking of uh, Disney uh, not fucking shit up, segue... Uh, the announcement was that Disney is not going to Disneyfy, Disneyfy, uh, Deadpool three. What do you guys think about that? That's a little. That's a little impressive. I to think me. it's bullshit. I think it's bullshit because they're Disneyfying um, um, Daredevil apparently. So, but Daredevil is supposed to go to Disney Plus. Deadpool three is going into theaters. So, and there's, I don't there's think they're going to Disneyfy Daredevil to the point that you like. You really think that they are. I think they're going to. Nah, I, mean, I hope not because that's what made Daredevil great. You know everything. That, that's definitely part of Netflix it. Netflix did. I think what they're going to do is tone down the violence. We're not going to see the bones breaking through skin. We're not going to see the bloody beaten to a bloody pulp kind of thing. You know, I think we're still going to see some good fights and all that stuff, but I think they're going to tone down that violence. 
I hope not. We got a first time chatter. (laughs) I've got a first time chatter. Polar Knight says, I deleted the girl doing squats for a dollar to follow you. Three, this better be worth it. That's uh, (laughs) all right, bro. Appreciate it. I got to be honest, Polar Knights. I think the girl doing squats for a dollar might be better. If uh, you know, I mean, I want you. I want you to hang out with us, but uh, I don't. I don't know that I would have left. So, but yeah. So uh, Deadpool three looks like uh, it's going to continue the foul mouth and murk with a mouth. You know, violence. I hope. In all honesty, in all honesty, like Ryan Reynolds would have told Disney to go fuck himself if they changed I think Deadpool, he, I honestly think, I think he would have. I think he would have said, do what you're, yeah. you're going to do because you own the character, but I want no part of this. And I think he would have been vocal Dude, about Disney, that, too. Listen, at the end mm-hmm. of the day, Disney's about money, man. Like, they're, they want to make right. money. Right. They know if they put out a PG-13 Deadpool, it's not going to do as well as a rated R version. Well, they tried that. Not Disney, but Fox tried that with Deadpool too. Remember, they yeah. released the uh, censored version or, or whatever they called it, the PG-13, the PG-13 version. version. And nobody went to yeah. see it. I wouldn't be surprised. What's going to end up happening is is Disney Plus is probably going to just turn to a uh, you know, they're going to have a mature side to everything and and just put all this content over there. Yeah, they're gonna have to at some point. But I, I do think though, to your point though, uh, uh, Zuplex, with Deadpool, if they just say, okay, you know, here's the the new shows coming, you know, put it on Disney Plus, people are gonna flock to Disney Plus to follow the character again. So I don't think they need to keep it as violent as uh, as Deadpool. I think for Deadpool, if they say we're releasing Deadpool three, but you know, you're only allowed one f bomb, and we're not gonna show as much violence or nudity or whatever. I think that people are just going to say, fuck it, I'm not going. Whatever you could do being slightly less violent, the Punisher you can't. I agree. I agree, but we don't know if the Punisher's coming back. But I agree. Deadpool, you just need good fight scenes. You can have brutal fight scenes. Captain America did it in his movies. You you could do it. You could do good fight scenes. Shang-Chi had phenomenal fight scenes, and they weren't that violent. So you could do that part. I mean, I agree with you, Scythe, uh, a big part of why Deadpool or... um, uh, Daredevil, Daredevil was so good is because of how violent they took it and how far they were willing to go. You would um, go home just bloodied up every night after a night right. of Daredevil. I don't know why they couldn't <laughs> still do that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they I'm just saying, like, from really, the reports is... I've been re-watching Daredevil, right? And so I got, I'm got i in season two right now. <laughs> More brutal stuff that you see in season two isn't from Daredevil. It's from The Punisher. Like the prison fight scene where he's literally like stabbing get dudes through the neck. Right. And yeah. you see it go in one side of the neck and come out the other with the shanks. <laughs> right. That we're not going to be seeing. That we won't get. You know what I mean? Like that. But that. I'm sure. And everything like the Daredevil stuff, it's fight scenes in a, in a dark hall, but you don't see a lot of blood and guts and stuff like that. It just, it just feels cruel because you, you feel like he's getting hit hard and right. reactions right. Are, are tough. So I don't, I don't see how they they really need to tone that down at all. There's not a lot yeah, of blood and like right. You don't have, you don't you don't have to have him spitting and, blood every time someone gets punched. You just show the punch, yeah. hear the crunch, and you know add a bruise or two. Exactly. As long as they get the same fight choreographers doing those hallway fight scenes, like it, it's all about it. Mm-hmm. They'll be fine. Which you know I, you know I'm they're not going too to. About it. To me, that's more important. If you don't get the same fight choreographers and just really put the effort into the stunts and all that stuff like you did in the, in the show originally, that's where you're going to kind of lose the DNA of that show, and that's where it'll kind of ruin it for me. Speaking of um, segue here, speaking of keeping things rated R, they just announced a sequel 
to Joker 2. Or to Joker, I should say. Uh, I hate that. I think I don't think the movie needs a sequel. I'm not. I don't get why they, we need to have another Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. We we saw what we had to see. Uh, you know, what do you guys think? Yeah. Exactly why. Yeah. I hope nobody goes to see it. I hope nobody goes to see it. What else are we gonna see? Him him just be weird and do that that silly laugh. I mean, I mean, like listen, I, I don't know. It's unnecessary. The first Joker movie I loved. Love that movie. I, I like the last twenty minutes of it. <laughs> that I, was it. I enjoyed the whole movie. I thought it was fantastic. I, you know, I'm thinking more with the uh, uh, literally watching a, a man slowly descend into madness for an hour and a half or two hours, whatever it was. Yeah, it, it, it was a my eyes. It really was a masterpiece of a film. As you know, same type of you know whatever. But I don't know if it needs a sequel. I mean, I'm, I don't I think it needs a sequel. To, but Top Gun didn't need a sequel, and the f- sequel to Top Gun was amazing. Right. I haven't seen it yet. I got to go. But I, but I think the argument can be made that Top Gun, there, there was more story to tell after the first Top Gun than there is for Joker. You know, the story you was this person, like, how, how does this guy go from Arthur Fleck to the Joker? They Dude, told it. They told us Harley that. Quinn. Well, that I agree. Doing, I think we, was it you who said it on um, Facebook that they'll probably set it up, like so. In other words, he wasn't really the Joker, not the Joker that we know of as like the anti or the um, the uh, anti Batman. Um, the idea is that he almost maybe could inspire whoever that Joker becomes. So I feel like if they use Joker two well, to something. kind of bring it into the DC world or you know connect it to Batman somehow to Barry Cogan's Joker. Kyogen's Real quick, um, cool. shout out to Polar Knights for uh, following the channel. Appreciate it. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Polar. Um, I think... Uh, and let's not forget, he left a girl doing squats for a dollar to follow the channel. <laughs> and I just... It's a very important Bro. distinction. That's how much better we are. So thank you, Polar Knights. Sorry, go ahead, Zuplex. I think uh, they said something about the, the name of the, of the sequel is going to be... Folly Edu or something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. French. I don't know. But wait, it translates wait, wait to butcher that like one. Madness around. Right. So it's it's something along the lines of like that the Joker brings madness to all the people around him, which is why they're heavily hinting that it's probably gonna be the mad love storyline. Yeah, He's gonna yeah. be in Arkham. Yeah. Dr. Harleen Quinzel is gonna be treating him, and it's where he turns her. I just hate that we have like seven fucking jokers, man. I'm so I, over see, it. I do too, and I think I'm with you there. So I th- this is where I'm just like, ugh, just streamline it a little bit. Just just streamline okay it. it. Yeah, you're doing so much. Let's let's kind of regroup here, you know. Especially if the Rock yeah. is coming up with his own uh, DC universe. Is this Joker a part of it? Like, yeah, uh, I just don't. This is what I think DC I should be doing. Right. I'm tired of them trying to shoehorn a shared universe into this thing. That's what they need, though, Same man. They need it to work. Is give, us, give us standalone good quality movies. But you got to be careful what you ask for because if you are, if you embrace Joker two, then it's going to be followed by Joker three, and then by the end of Joker three, they're going to announce a Joker shared universe, and there's going to be seventeen other versions of Joker all it's building problem, up to right? Avengers it's style. Like at Joker. some point, like that's that's what I don't want though. Like right. once it gets to the shared universe part, then it's then it's over with, right? Gave us the Batman, which I thought was an achievement. Yes. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Um, for, anyone who, for anyone who actually watched the movie. 
not, not, not me, apparently. You know, and you can, everyone who enjoyed it. I watched it again. I still was just like, mm. over there. Have that Batman over there doing his Batman thing. And then you have this Joker doing this. They don't need to like interact. Yeah, but that Batman has a Joker in Arkham. Like, it just doesn't make right, sense. Like, I don't need Batman to see two Joker. different ones. Right. Well, if they I don't if need to see two different time, ones. If they tie them together with the sequel. Doctor Strange is in the last movie. What are you, what are you complaining about? Yeah, but we're not in the multiverse for. Yeah, MCU. but that's a, it's a multiverse. Come on, bro. This? Come on. Okay. This is like a multiverse. Well, then, then they need to establish that it's a multiverse for it to make any bit of sense. Right, right now, it's just random fucking jokers. And that's just it's that just... universe is joker. That's all, man. Now you're talking nonsense. Yeah. bro. Now you're talking Don't nonsense to me. Okay, so then how many? Oh, so in Joker 9, where he finally fights Batman, who's going to be that Batman? Is it going <laughs> to like what, what are we doing with this? At least some kid that it's not even alive yet. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's. Not a fan. I, I don't like the one and duns, and uh, if I don't hate them, but I do feel like, again, I don't hate them as long as they stay one and done. So this was a great movie. The first Joker movie was excellent. Joaquin Phoenix, you know, killed it all the whole nine. But that's it. It should it should have been done. I, I don't. I just don't see the point. I don't see the point to doing another another Joker movie. It doesn't make sense to me. But. Segue. Here's another, here's another segue. Ready for this one? Now, if it winds up being amazing, you're going to eat your words, right? Well, like, no. I mean, yeah, no. I mean, I'll admit that it's good, <laughs> but I'll still say it was unnecessary. Um, but speaking of rated R superhero flicks, you ready? Are you guys? Did you guys watch episodes one, two, and three of The Boys? Of course. Only, only episode one. So let's talk episode one real quick, because I mean, episode two and three had its moments, but. The st- the moment that's stealing the show so far. Uh, Hold on, before before we get into this, I, I, I already know what you're gonna Fred, say. What? Fred, do you do you mind spoilers? And uh, either one of you guys read the comics. I did not read the comics. No. I did not read and, the comics, um, but I, I have looked I, up I, the comics. I'm a spoiler stickler, man. I I hate being spoiled, but um. So we're only talking about episode one. Then. I can mute myself, and you guys give me a thumbs up, and I'll unmute. <laughs> but let me ask you this question, though, Fred. So yeah. there's nothing, even in episodes two and three, you know, there's nothing that happens that, excuse me, um, gives away a lot of story. You know what I mean? There's moments that happen that are just kind of cool there moments. There is something that I want to bring up that bothered me a lot in episode three. Really? All right, Fred, you're going to have to mute then. But first, wait, yeah. before you mute. Well, when we when we get to episode two, yeah. Uh, just yeah, let me know and let, I'll mute it. Let's start with episode one. And specifically, I want to talk about what your guys' thoughts were on the giant cock scene. What did you guys think about that? How, how did you react? That, that, that was not on my list of wild shit that I thought I would see on that show. And we see a lot of wild shit on that show. I just I was not expecting, I wasn't that. expecting that. Right like, now, they find ways to surprise us every season with yeah. this show. So, Carmine, yeah. uh, did you read the comics? That's, uh, so, did anything like that happen in the comics? Don't remember anything that specific. Like, who's there's the, a lot who, of, there's a lot who's of, like, the artist that had to draw that scene out? Imagine getting that <laughs> note, you know what I mean? I got a new project for you. I need a 10-foot large dick so that we yeah. can have somebody jump into it and climb in. I was dying, man, when I saw that scene. I made my wife watch it, even though she doesn't like any of that kind of stuff. I described it in detail to my mom just to, yeah. just to be an asshole. It's such a funny, funny scene. When he says, when when the the you know the um, the customer says, "I want you inside me," 
There's not one part of me that thought that. I thought he wanted no. to, you know, get get fucking yeah, yeah or something. You know, then he shrunk down, and I was like, all right, like he's jumping into his ass. I guess that's a little weird, I, but whatever. And then I was I'm like, not wait a minute, expecting that is that an ass? Like I don't. I was like, that's not how an ass looks. Like it, I was so naive, it took me so long to realize what was happening. He was climbing oh in, my God. and then I was like, oh wait, he's going into his dick. That's a magnified dick hole. What are we seeing right now? He goes, <laughs> he goes to full size in there. After he sneezes. That cracked me up. Pulls so this man. guy into a billion pieces. It, yeah. Like whoever thought of this is a is a goddamn genius. They really yeah, are. and then and then they when really the guy are. comes in there and sees what he does, his first like reaction to get out of the situation was to shrink and try to get in the dude's asshole. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, gonna blow him up too. I was, he was gonna try to Thanos. He was gonna try to Ant Man Thanos him right there. He, he's, and they capture him into legs. a oh, bag God. of cocaine. Yeah. Just shake him around. I it's mean, genius. Just think about the whole sequence of events, right? He's doing drugs with a client. He get the guy's <laughs> like, "I want you inside of me." So he gets naked first, shrinks down onto the table, and then t- takes a running start and dives into his dick, rips the guy in half, and then tries to go inside of someone else's asshole. So he can do the same thing to him, and then gets basically hey, subdued. Like the part where he's inside the guy's dick and he's like rubbing oh my the walls. God. It's one of the funniest things that you could see on TV, and I and I in particular the one detail I love so much is the customer saying, "Oh, get to the prostate, get to the prostate." Mm-hmm. Was, uh, it's just so fantastic. O- only the boys could give you something like this, and it it cracked me up. It was so freaking. I, I love I love seeing um, a Homelander just like spiraling out of control in his head like just everything around him is falling apart uh, he's not the guy anymore you yeah know? i mean this is you know they've done a good job kind of teasing that and showing us a little bit of that in the first two uh, seasons and uh, i love that we're getting it seems like we're getting that full culmination of that and correct me if i'm wrong uh zuplex but in the comics you know it's basically the same path that he takes he just kind of goes down the rabbit hole and starts to lose his mind that's just- yeah, and I mean, they're definitely, definitely taking some big liberties that I didn't really care too much about in the first couple seasons. One of the big ones was Stormfront. Like Stormfront is actually supposed to be like a well-known, almost doppelganger to Homelander on the Nazi side, and he's a guy, not a chick. Doesn't fall in love with Stormfront in the That's comics. That's pretty interesting. That's pretty um, he, you know, I do want to read the comics. He fights Stormfront. When were the I, comics you know, written? Huge, uh, I mean, in two thousands. I gotta look it up. I don't remember exactly. Be, um, it'll be worth but, reading, though. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really I know about it until the show came out. Yeah. Same here. I mean, it was one of those ones that like came out around like the same time as Walking Dead. Right. Oh, right. If okay. I remember correctly. Um, when like that big indie comic boom happened. Oh, it's pretty recent then. It wasn't like a thing that's been around and then they finally made a show on it. It's I'm trying to look it up now. An exact date. Yeah. 2006 to 2012. It ran. Okay. So it was was Um, relatively recent. Yeah. Um, Another thing in episode one, um, (laughs) speaking of, uh, Stormfront, she is messed up, like just completely burned up. And his first thing is just let me just pull my pants down. So with the one hand you do have, you can jerk. 
It's so. It's just, <laughs> like, what is this dude's out of his mind, man? He don't just care. So ridiculous. He just doesn't give a shit. But it's ridiculous in the it's best so, way. It's just like yeah, like nothing about so it funny. makes you go. That's a little unnecessary to me. It's like that's it's not even far enough. Go further. Like just just push it as much as you can. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. One hundred percent. One thing that like kind of irritates me, uh, and I kind of mentioned it offline to you guys in the chat, but um i don't like how we're like just a year ahead of what happened the time jump you know it's like and now now this whole season i feel like we're just as a viewer just gonna have to play catch up to what happened you know what i mean it's it's dropped us into a point where there's stuff happening like yeah it's mm -hmm. to me it's a little bit like lazy writing almost where it's like you know the writers can't they, they they almost like write themselves into a corner with the finale they don't know how to kind of write themselves out of the finale without kind of screwing things up so they say well we'll just say you know time passed and everyone kind of moved on and then that's and then like like you said zuplex they'll drop us back in when things start to happen again you know i I, lazy writing is probably not the right way to say it i'm sure there's a a strategy behind it all and all that stuff but uh it kind of bothers me too a little bit especially with the way last season ended like so many big things happened that Mm -hmm. it's like i want to see the direct aftermath of it and right. to, to say a year passed and like everyone's kind of just still living their lives, it's like, how? And everyone's all good. Like, yeah, like how's that possible? Um, like, how is Homelander okay the, with with Billy Butcher still? Like, I, I right? Know. And the dude's like a, a superhuman FBI agent now. Yeah, yeah. It's just <laughs> like, like what? Did you guys see uh, that, that, hours. that scene with uh, uh, Homelander and Stormfront in the hospital bed? Did you guys see – this is why the internet is just phenomenal. Someone took um, Captain America and Peggy Carter, the old lady Peggy Carter, in the hospital bed. <laughs> it basically has – it's like Captain America, and he's like, oh, yesterday they made Tony the co-captain of Avengers. And she's oh like, you poor God. baby. No one's ever been through what you've been through. Let me help. And then it shows Stormfront's hand and Captain America standing next to her. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> That's this, awesome. This is the internet, man. This is, oh. this is what the internet is made for. And I love it so much. I forgot to change the visuals. Oh, I, I want to. I want to get to the point. I wanted to make. So I don't know, Fred, if you want to mute. I don't, I don't know if it's really spoilers, though. Is it? Are we leaving season uh, episode one now? Excuse um, me. <clears throat> yes. I was planning on it. <laughs> okay. I will mute. Give me a thumbs up. All right. All right. What do you got? Um... Oh. Oh, three. When they do the flashback to, um, uh, to not uh, Noriega shit. Yeah, what the hell is his name? We learn and we learn who Black Noir is, right? Well, yeah. So you tell me because I is that really Black Noir? Like, is that the current well, Black Noir? It, uh, yeah. I mean, that's what they're saying it is. But I thought in the comics, Black Noir is a clone of Homelander. That's that's the problem I'm having in the comics. The comics Black Noir is the one that kills Homelander. Right. It was that, a, it was like a whole thing, Homelander. right? Don't they start like framing Homelander for like attacks and stuff like that? And he's kind of losing At, his mind because he like, starts framing Homelander. Yeah, like starts framing Homelander for all this crazy stuff. Homelander goes spiraling out of control, and then Black Noir kills him. And Black Noir is supposed to be he's like probably the second most important character right. in the boys. And he completely changed him. See, I almost feel like uh, that might be what we saw in the last episode might be a little bit of a red herring. 
Like they, they almost like showed think us so? that to kind of knock us off the scent because know, people man. know the comics, and then they're still going to give us know, the I reveal. Think it's, it's woke culture invading the boys. Uh, I mean, like it might, it they're might giving be. us the Isaiah Bradley treatment where they're like, ah, oh, no one would ever accept a black superhero type of thing. You know what? I didn't even think of that. The whole Isaiah Bradley stuff. Uh, that could be. That, that could be. I, you know, I'm not against uh, some of the woke stuff, listen, but that's not, a little crazy. I'm not, across, I'm not against throwing that message out there and everything like that. Like I'm completely fine with that. But at the end of the day, like you're you're significantly changing key component of <laughs> story like, that was written and everything like that. So I don't know. Yeah, that, that's a little. See. When I saw that in the episode three, I was kind of like, okay, so. I, I thought to myself, that's the first Black Noir. Like, it's almost at some point they changed him to the clone, and you know, maybe, maybe. maybe nobody knew, so that, that was a way to kind of keep Black Noir. Because my thing is, too, is that Black Noir was a part of this hero group before Homelander came around. All these years later, we still have a Black Noir. So as far as, you know, like, do, would he live that long? You know what I mean? Would he still be in that kind of shape? Yeah, but, they, but, the other, but the other heroes live that long. But they're old, but they, but they grow whatever. old still. I mean, they they live that long. They might still be. No, old. how old Black Noir is because he's wearing the mask. Well, that, that's my point. So you know, is it the same guy under the mask, or is it a different person? I don't know. And maybe Homelander have to wait and find out. We'll have to wait and find out. But they, I mean, they gave us painstakingly evidence that like right, that's why he out. doesn't talk anymore. Yeah, they explain why he, he got his face blown yeah. off. Yeah, his he face. never takes the mask off because he got his face blown off. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, so the good thing that I, because I because I haven't read the comics, it doesn't affect me so much that if they do change it. But like I said, I did look them up, and I do know enough of the comics at this point that I, even I was like, that can't be right. But I guess we'll you know yeah. we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, I don't know. Happens. We have uh, n- nothing really happened. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's not some ma- no major major things happened in the first three episodes. Besides Billy Butcher getting powers and taking a few bullets to the chest, which has a bunch of cool shit and weird shit to see. It's just a good show. Let's bring Fred back. It's a good show. Fred. 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 (laughs) Got it. I don't want to. uh, I don't want to leave you out. They're waiting for like five minutes. Oh, really? So let's see. What's the segue from the boys? Let's talk about. We talked about a lot, almost everything now. How about the Prey trailer? Did you guys watch that? The new Prey trailer just came no. out? Yes, I did. So I, I got to say, after this new trailer, it's an extended trailer. It actually looks, it still doesn't look fantastic. Don't, you know, don't, let's not get it twisted here. But it looks a lot better than I expected it from the, based off the teaser. It looks a lot better than I thought it was going to look. I just like that. So they basically gave the Predator, not a makeover, it's not the right word, but they made him, you know, look almost like, like, like he's using tools similar to who he's hunting. The whole storyline. My, my, here's my only problem, though. I'm, I'm I don't even know this is based off the Predator. <laughs> oh yeah, no this this is basically a, a prequel to all the Predators, and it's him. Oh. You know, it's it's a, a, a Predator on like a hunt back in the day when you know we didn't have the weapons we have now. Um, gotcha. here, here's my thing, though. Here's my one problem: you can't have like. This girl, the main character is a female. She's not super strong or super... She's not a super soldier. How is she going to beat the Predator? You know, at one point, it looks like she's almost going to go toe-to-toe with him. And I'm like, it's just not... It's not realistic. I mean, I think they're going to focus on her outsmarting him with traps and stuff. But the, the, my one... Yeah. My, my biggest question is, like, Arnold Schwarzenegger, 
you could understand, like, all right, he's a big dude. Like, he might actually be able to fight this thing. You know, every character since and every single Predator movie has just gotten smaller and smaller. And I'm like, that's not, you know, how do you go toe-to-toe with him? Otherwise, I think it looks yeah. pretty cool. The I, setting looks cool. Like, the overall story looks good. The fact that it's not going to theaters and it's going to Hulu is not a good sign. But uh, I'm all for it. I'm still here to see it. I love the, I love the Predator character, so. And I'm all about it because, like, at the end of the day, you're going to see the Predator kill a bunch of people. Right. Yeah, that'd be cool. Gonna go. Apparently, he kills a grizzly bear. <laughs> right. Easily. So, easily. Easily. So she, can, I mean, she can't hold a candle to the grizzly bear, and he kills it like it's not. You said this was going to Hulu? It's going straight to Hulu, yeah. yeah. I'm going to check August? that out. It's August? This is August 5th. Yep. Just showed up. I mean, it just looks cool. It is like a unique setting. I know, like the forest is the forest, but uh, the fact that it's like a you know tribes going at it and like some like primitive weapons from early like war from British tribes and all that stuff um, are used against it. Like it all, it looks like it's something unique and different than what we've seen before. I still think though that Predator One's excellent, and Predators, the one with Adrian Brody, is probably my second favorite Predator movie. Otherwise, uh, I don't know that we really need any more of them because they only kind of screwed them up. Yeah, I mean, then, but. you could always use another Predator movie. Like, I, I think <laughs> you can make as much as – let's drop them into the Revolutionary War next. Like, let's just keep going like, and see. Well, yeah, honestly, but that – like, They should pivot. The beauty of the Predator. You literally pick it up in any <clears throat> time frame. They should almost pivot and make the Predator the main character and just have the movies be about him or, or a Predator being dropped into different time frames or different planets and yeah. surviving. I would watch that. He doesn't even need to speak English. Just let him speak his normal predator talk. Give me a couple of subtitles, and uh, let me just see that. That's what I would want to see. It's the beauty of the predator, like I said, man. You could literally drop him in any time space, any time frame, and just watch him be the predator. You know, so it's like not like uh, drop him in the Native Americans. Let's see him slaughter a bunch of people, and then mm-hmm. like. And someone's gonna take him out somehow with like a tomahawk. Yeah, whatever. I don't know how she's gonna. That's, that's what's gonna, gonna happen. He's gonna it. take his helmet off to to try and like go toe to toe with her. She's gonna <laughs> throw a tomahawk and hit him right in the in the head. Twenty two is the year of taking yeah. the helmet off. Yeah, and he's gonna just go. Oh fuck! I should left the helmet on and then fall backwards <laughs> and call it a day. So then he'll be embedded with Cortana. <laughs> Cortana will be like oh, Master Chief, and he'll be like, "Stop it! Call me Predator from now on." Um, we actually skipped over one thing I wanted to talk about was uh, Stranger Things. Are you guys uh, caught up on that? You guys like that show? What's going on here? I don't think Fred watched it, right? Nah, I'm. I stopped after season two. Oh, so you're not really that into it anyway? Did you uh, watch this season? The 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 first part of this season, uh, Mm. Carmine. I'm loving it. I love it too. It's funny. I Fred, why why did you stop watching? What was it? Uh, that that made you? It was. It's the type of thing. Um where you just fall behind and then it just gets so far beyond it, you just kind of fall off like now i don't really I care that. to go back and watch it i get that I get um that. when i was watching stranger things it was like oh i need to see what's coming next i need to see but after a while it's like you know i went this far do, without watching um, i don't really care i was gonna say so you don't really plan on going back to watch it I will say uh, maybe uh, eventually. I'm just not in a rush. I, will, I'm not, I don't need to know I'm one, right away. I'm one of the people who I kind of felt like it should have ended with the last season. I didn't think we needed a season four when they announced that they're doing. I think a couple more seasons. I kind of rolled my eyes. Like you just you're kind of ruining it. You're Se- going season too much. 
five supposed to be the final season? No, there's. Or are they doing? I think, I think at least six, but I want to say I read somewhere that they want to go. They have a, a story written out through seven seasons. Oh my so god, that, that's a lot. Duffy's know what they're doing though. Well, they so this is my, this doing. is the point I was going to make is that I went into this season thinking like this is going to be garbage. It's going to be unnecessary. I don't know why they're doing this, and almost very quickly by the end of episode one, I was kind of like, all right. You fucking got me. I'm into it. And then I just loved it. I mean, I, there's, you know, there's obviously little nitpicky things I could probably go over, but I really enjoyed the entire first part of this season. And I am amped for the next two episodes that come out in July. I'm a, I really, really, really like this show. It got way more violent, much darker. Way um, more violent. Way more violent. I mean, the, some of the deaths in this season had me kind of wincing in my seat, which has not happened. Uh, well, the shootout scene was the house. Talk about the movie FBI movie. agent. Oh my god, man, that scene is fantastic. In Russia, is insane. Well, like when he was the prison escape scene. No, that was cool. But I will say the the one thing is uh, the whole Hopper storyline is just not necessary, not needed at all. He's still alive. I figured he would like well, died so, or somehow. So that's the one problem I have with the Russian gulag. Yeah. yeah, he's in a Russian gulag, and he spends the, the entire season, you know, kind of like trying to get out, trying to find a way out of the prison. But like by the end of it, he has no nothing he does affects the rest of the show. You could have removed him completely, and the entire oh. show happens exactly how it happens. So like, absolutely, it just it, it, to me his character it's should have sacrificed himself. It would have been a better send off, and it would have you would have felt more weight, I guess, on it. Um, but we also have two more but long episodes coming. So. Everybody up. Say it again. No, you broke them up. Them splitting everybody. Up. Sorry, uh, them splitting everybody up and giving us multiple storylines now it breaks up the whole like because now like everybody's split up. You got Eleven; right. she's stuck with Papa. You know, and then you know you have the kids trying to save uh, what's her face, the little redhead girl. Um, uh, well, I can't remember her name. We just watched it. Never remember names, bro. That's one of the more interesting parts of the show. Yeah, yeah. And then you have, um, you know, the older kids keep splitting from the from the younger kids, right. and then you got Hopper in in Russia, and and she's trying to save him, and then you got the other kids running from the feds, like. So that that's one thing that cracks and, me up. This is one of those shows where it's like I wish they would put a line in there about how there's some sort of magic power that makes the parents horrendous or all the adults horrendous adults because. How did the same group of kids keep getting involved in every murder, and nobody thinks to themselves, "I don't think we should let these kids out of our sight. Let's like let's keep them in the room with us." Because 80s, man, eighties. The they're constantly like wild times back. They're then. like we can we can't leave the house ever. There's a killer under loose, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna go to our room." And then later on, they go to the room, and they're like, "Fuck, they got out the window." How many times are they gonna escape before somebody goes, "All right, damn it, let's lock them up and leave them here," you know? <laughs> but I mean, that's just nitpicky stuff. I really, I really enjoyed it. The villain was. Once when they announced that the villain was gonna be able to talk, I was kind of like, "Ah, oh, you're just, you're just making all the wrong decisions." And then the villain talked, and I was like, "All right, all right, man, you won, you got me on this one. I concede. I really, I yeah, really like, enjoyed it. it was they very know good. what they're doing. They, they keep, they keep giving us quality, even though we're like, ah, yeah. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. And then like two episodes in, you're like, I can't wait to watch. Yeah, I, I flew. Th- He's like, what was it? Six episodes? It, this episodes? was a seven. Yeah, it was yeah, six. Whatever it was, what it was. Six, six, six or seven episodes, and there's two more coming in July. 
by the time by the time like I get to like eleven going batshit and and going on like I'm like I where's the next two episodes I was so mad that I had to wait for a part two I am interested uh, in oh? how they're gonna end this because they kind of have it set up in a way where it almost feels like unwinnable um. But you know, like you said, the Duffer Brothers know what they're doing. And uh, if you if you do a quick search on YouTube, whatever, you can find like they've clearly been planning this out since season one. And there's all these different hints that were dropped that we didn't even know were hints until when you look watch it now when you watch the older seasons. So uh, I think it's worth watching for sure. If if you are interested at all, Scythe, in catching up, you should probably catch up. Maybe wait until July so you can watch the entire season. You know, binge yeah. the whole thing. It's worth watching. Well, that was the interesting thing that they said about about the Will character was that the first season when he gets into the Upside Down, he starts singing to himself the song. Right. Calm himself down. He didn't realize what was happening was that he's actually his own life. Right. Like how is like, the music? Like how crazy is it that that connection was made all these years later? Yeah. You know. And it, it doesn't feel like just like the MCU, it doesn't feel like it was an accident. It really feels like it's planned oh. out. Like they did this on purpose, dropped these breadcrumbs because they knew they were going to come back to them if they made it to four seasons. So I, I mean, it, it was really, it's really genius good. writing. One hundred percent. You know what they're doing, man. They're, they're good, man. I'm with it. I'm along for the ride. Let's do it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm, I think after at this point, this this season kind of won me over so much going into it, thinking like we didn't need it. That if they told me they're gonna do ten seasons, I'm just gonna go. Okay, yeah, uh, I got it. I'm 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 with you guys now. You know, I've I've officially switched sides. Maybe I'll go back to it. It's worth it. I think it's worth it for sure. It's definitely worth um, it. And then the, the last uh, thing on my list of of topics because uh, you know it's not like we didn't have enough to talk about today. Sony announced, and I know uh, Scythe, you talked about this on the Multiversal podcast. Sony confirmed that we're getting a God of War live action show for Dis for Amazon Prime. That we're getting a Horizon Zero Dawn show for Netflix, <coughs> and we're getting a Gran Turismo live action movie uh, made for theaters. Those are some big, big properties for Sony to put their money into uh, to, to try and kind of grow. And I think, you know, I don't know about Gran Turismo to be perfectly honest, but the Horizon. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to do that War, movie. Those two that games movie already was called Need for Speed. Yeah, that's and it was yeah. garbage. It was a horrible movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't. I just don't. You know, how do you turn a game like that? There's really no story, as far as I know. I never. Really, I don't really play no. the Gran Turismo games. But there's no. You're, campaign. you're trying to upgrade your driver's license. That's your story, right? Like so. <laughs> you know, I don't understand what. I never get how, that. What, how are the writers <laughs> yeah. going to turn that into a movie? You know. Um, but God of War and Horizon are, you know, tailor made for TV shows. Those are heavy hitters. Man. And I'm glad they're not doing movies. I'm glad that they're doing shows because the yeah, stories that good. those games have. Better couldn't do series. Yep. But let me ask you this question, though. Because they have so many characters and just like squeezing it into a two hour right. movie, uh, it just wouldn't make sense. So but let me ask you this question, though. God of War, do you focus, do you, do you take inspiration from the original trilogy or do you focus on the current God of War? I think you have to go current. They're gonna go current because, as we've been able to tell with every show, the big hero has to have a child sidekick. That's what, mm -hmm. that's the trend right now. But I tell you what, what I think they should do is, you know, I'm not a giant fan of adding flashbacks to, you know, to the style of a TV show because generally they fall apart and you can't, you know, they're telling two separate stories and it just doesn't add up right. 
like similar to the Arrow to um, Green Arrow the, that show. The first five seasons they kept flashing back, and at first it was cool, but then by season three and four it was like, all right, enough with these flashbacks. Yeah. However, if they, they if they want. do that with God of War, the the main timeline is him now fighting the Norse gods or whatever, and they flash back to him fighting the Roman gods and doing his thing as these actual Spartan and the and the God of War and all that stuff, that could really work. If they kind mm-hmm. of splice those two storylines together in that way, I would one hundred percent be down for that. And then in that case, you hire two different actors to play Kratos, the you know, kind of butcher not butcher, the the thicker, kind of manlier one with the big beard, and the scrawnier, like more violent one who's younger and just angry. I would that I would hundred percent love if they announced that. But who plays Kratos? Who plays Kratos? You tell me. Our butler. Gerard Butler. Maybe Seriously. in his in his uh, three hundred days, yes. You're going the, the new storyline, the older, you know, it's with the kid. You go with Gerard Butler. I don't know. See, I don't. I, I I always I've heard about Gerard Butler. A lot of people said that online. I've you know I think uh, Leonidas. Well, yeah, but Leonidas? back then, yes, you know. But Scythe, you mentioned. Uh, I know you mentioned in your multiversal podcast, uh, uh, Dave Batista. Specifically for the looks, yeah. and he's also a good actor. For the so, looks, yeah. You know, he's a great actor, though. So I mean, if they went with him, I, it's not a problem. But um, is he a great actor? He's a good actor. He's a much better actor than the. I, I think he's a good actor. Dare I say he's a better actor than The Rock? I would not say that. But, but <laughs> you. So you said before that The Rock plays The Rock in every movie. It's always The Rock. You, you can't rather that. watch The Rock in every movie than Dave Bautista trying to act. No, but you can't say that about Dave Bautista. In, in his roles in, in the James Bond movie, in uh, Blade Runner, in Guardians, like he plays a different James act, Bond, character. James Bond, he had no lines. He acts with his eyes, bro. We were just talking about that with Ewan McGregor. He's he, a, he's a he acts actor. with body slams. That's how he acts. No, you're not giving him enough credit. He's, That's how he acted in the James yeah. Bond movie. I think Dave Bautista. I do like his tracks. I love like his tracks. Yeah, I love his tracks for sure. I don't think he can bring the gravitas that you need to have. Like, I don't know. And to be fair, Kratos doesn't need a lot of dialogue. Yeah, like, well, he just needs to be like, boy, yeah, I come true. here. Yeah, that's true. I think. Uh, you see that zombie heist movie on Netflix? Yeah, Army of the Dead. He was like or, the, the main star. Yeah, Army of the Dead? Is that what it was? He, no. he was terrible in that. Uh, yeah, it was Army, Army of the Dead. He wasn't terrible in that. That was when they were in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Uh, Uber. Uber, he was pretty bad. I didn't see Uber. Well, that was driver who was stupid, Uber, that, whatever it was called. Yeah, that movie was stupid though. That movie because it was him and Kamal Nanjiani. That movie was horrendous. I just the whole idea of that movie was dumb. You know who would be good? Uh, young Kratos, a younger Kratos, I should say. The guy who played Black Manta in uh, Aquaman. I can see him doing it. I, yeah, I feel like he's got the the or even Mother's Milk. The guy who plays Mother's Milk could be a good Kratos. I think. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh. uh yeah, obviously with the ash on his like makeup and all that stuff. Um but I feel like I feel like yeah. the way to go with the show sure. is to do the flashbacks and incorporate both storylines, the Norse gods and the Greek gods. That's my uh my thing. Who plays That's um, your hope. who plays Alloy from Horizon? I don't know. Or Aloy. I, I can uh, I mean like the easy way out is uh, Jennifer Lawrence and just is is that uh, the, she the doesn't fit character? the look. What's up That's the place? main girl, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know you get? You get the chick from Game of Thrones. Santa Redhead chick from Game of Santa Thrones. Santa Stark? Not, not the witch. The ones that, no, the one the one that ends up dying, that she uh, takes Jon Snow's virginity. The wildling. Oh, Egret. 
That's actually not a bad choice. I didn't think of her. That, that could work. I don't even know who that is. That could, I'll have to look it up. That could work, actually. <laughs> She's Isn't she married to Jon Snow in real life? That's a good... Um, I'll give you that one there, Carmine. I think you got me. That's a that's a good uh, choice there. I didn't even think of her. I, I heard General Lawrence, to too. To but General, it's, you know, General, she already did... I, uh, I, I say it's the easy way out because uh, you've seen her do it with Hunger Games. Right. Like, right. bow and arrow, fighting, whatever. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know who else... You could also be do, an option. I think Elizabeth Olsen. She, you know, she could pull off an Who's Leslie's her name? Yes, 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 yes. That's a good look choice. Up, look up Rose Leslie real quick and tell me this first picture isn't the chick from Horizon. Hold on. Rose Leslie. Oh, whatever. Rose Leslie. She looks nothing like the chick from Horizon. All right, no. Sorry, look up Yee. Yigrit from uh, no, Game of Thrones. She, she kind of does. G R I T T. What is it? Yigrit? Yeah, Y G R I D R I T T. Yigrit. Rose Leslie. Okay. Uh, maybe. See what you're saying, but I think that I think that's a good choice. But I think Elizabeth Olsen could also play uh, uh, Aloy. Uh, you know, Maybe Aloy. I don't know. I honestly think they're going to go with no names. They'll go with people who aren't uh, that huge, probably. Um, just Pretty to likely. save, especially for especially for a game like God of War, you get, or a show like God of War. God of War. I know the perfect guy, man. We'll get Pablo Schreiber back. He did so well with Halo. Hey, he doesn't need a helmet. He'll, he'll be take. He'll be take, He'll take off the ashes though. He'll be like, wait a minute, I need to connect this to you. Start wiping off the ashes from his face. Actually, you know what? Speaking of that, Will Schreiber was in American Gods. Dude from American Gods would be a good Kratos. He would be a good Kratos. That's a good choice, too. Guy that plays Moon. Yeah. Yeah. He would be an excellent Kratos. Awesome Kratos. That's another show I got to watch. Don't bother. Watch season Watch season one. And then just in your in your head can and say it ends at that point. I thought okay. season, season two. I was so excited for season two. I really enjoyed season one and season two. I thought it was garbage. I mean, you you might like you it. The, you tell me. You might like it. We don't, we both don't agree on the, the history last of Jedi, American so. Gods, right? Say it again. The history of American Gods, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a book. Basically, season one is the book, right? And then season two, you know, they promised it would follow the book a lot more closely than season one even did. And oh, but season one is the end of the book. Yeah, now they they basically they basically by the end of, by, uh, in season two they tried to introduce a lot of um just too just too many characters tried to grow the world. They were more focused on growing the world yeah. versus telling a continuing story, a continuous story. And it gets too just nuts. They're a little too they're clearly a little too cocky and into their own style, and it just kind of ruins it. And then I don't even know if season three ever came out. I stopped even caring at that point. It was I just, did. It did. It's pretty. It's just as bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> who, that, who wrote that book, right? Neil Gaiman, right? Yeah, the guy did, the guy did Sandman, right? Just coming to Netflix. That's the other announcement. The there's, I mean, there's a whole ton of announcements. Uh, there's actually a new uh, besides. <laughs> so much. Oh, that was a that was a that was a sick segue. Yeah, was, that was that was a segue. <laughs> it took me so long to pull that one out. <laughs> I didn't I didn't watch the trailer yet. Um, did they release the trailer? Or they just announced that the trailer was coming release the trailer it's not much though oh, okay i didn't even watch the trailer yet for it i will because i'm interested in that but uh 
the one trailer I did watch for Netflix was that uh, Jamie Foxx movie that's coming out. Did you see that? It's a break. He, he, it's called Day 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 Job or something like that. Daybreak. Daybreak. Maybe he's like basically a vampire hunter during the day. He gets paid for the fangs, or whatever. But uh, mm. the, what makes me more intrigued is that the guy who did the uh, extraction movie with Chris Hemsworth is the one handling this movie. So that means that you know the action is going to be fucking fantastic. And uh, to see someone like that do some vampire action uh, should be pretty baller. Did you see the trailer for Toronto Man? I did not watch the trailer Shit. for that. Yeah, I saw it came out today, though, but I didn't watch There's so many trailers that come out in the last like, yeah. two weeks. It's been nuts. It's hard to keep I up. I thought it looked interesting. Gray Man is the was, other one um, looks good with uh, Chris Evans. and. Uh, man, it looks Johnson. like it's going to be good. Lot, and all those all those movies are coming to uh, Netflix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix is uh, making a big push for uh, the content. I guess it makes sense though, right? Because they just lost all those uh, subscribers over the last few months. Yeah, and they now they want to start. They want. I think they're going to add. Uh, they're going to lower pricing and add ads. Yeah, smart. <laughs> it's like, I mean, look, okay. real smart. All, all of these subscription services are going to wind up doing. Or a lower tier that has ads because it's the only way they're going to be able to bring in actual revenue. Right. Once yeah. you have a subscriber, they're not paying any more for anything. Right. Right. Oh, it's just all they're, all they're doing is leaving. The only when they way have these, to watch. these streaming companies are going to be able to bring in more more money is is to have base. They're not going to be really adding in new subscribers. Right. right. Everybody has Netflix. We know that. Anybody that doesn't have, have Netflix, so it's like, how do you get more money out of them? Well, you gotta you gotta do ads. Make them pay. At some point, you have diminishing returns because you're you're pumping out all this money. It's more and more expensive to create these shows and movies. And you're you're not. It's not like you're releasing it in a theater where you're getting your money back. You're just putting it on a streaming platform where you're making the same amount every year. Right. Sorry, I just heard a weird uh, sound coming out of my TV, and I hope it didn't ruin anything on the podcast. But it did gain us a follower if it did, so it's not a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. I think that's everything. I mean, I, you know, I'm sure I could find more and stuff, snow. but we're at an hour and 42, longer than normal. Thank you, guys. Thank you to everyone who jumped in. Again, Polar Knights, thank you for following. Uh, yep. I, you know, I just want to reiterate, if you have a choice to watch a girl doing squats for a dollar, or us. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I'll do squats for a dollar if that's what you need me to do. But I don't. I don't <laughs> think uh, that's necessary. All right, boys. So we'll be back. Um, now, listen. I'm just gonna say this now. Based off of the Rangers, is gonna determine when we go live next week. Right now, it's Tuesday at eight thirty. We'll see what happens. We got a big game tomorrow. Yeah, why do they have to make it Tuesdays every Tuesday? I know. It's like it's ridiculous. We had to be every Tuesday because it's. Uh... We got a game tomorrow. We got a game tomorrow. It, it won't be Tuesday if they go Thursday. that far. It won't. It won't be a Tuesday. Thursday, Saturday. Day. It won't be on Tuesday. It won't be on Tuesday. It'll be on Monday. It won't be on Tuesday. Seven will be Monday. So either way, we're good. So we should be good for Tuesday then. So Tuesday at thirty, we'll be back with the Theater Room Podcast. Like I said, uh, uh, Scythe, you mentioned earlier, does. Uh, GamesCon, I think, is uh, this weekend, right? So, Game, Summer Game Fest, Summer yeah. Game Fest, and then the nice. Xbox Showcase as well. Xbox Showcase, I'm very interested in. I'm curious to know what kind of announcements we're going to see there. There's going to be a ton yeah. of new stuff, and there's just trailers coming out the ass nowadays. 
So mm-hmm. keep an eye out. If you mm-hmm. haven't already, like and subscribe on all the different platforms, Twitch, Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, uh, what did I forget, TikTok, um, all the social medias, GGEN or G- Generational Gaming and Entertainment Network. You'll find us on any one of those spots. Uh, make sure you follow us on YouTube as well. If you weren't able to tune into the podcast, if you're not able to tune into the podcast live, the replays always go up on YouTube and they'll go up in a podcast form anywhere you want to listen to podcasts. They're available. And uh, thanks, guys, for jumping in and uh, taking this time with me. Anytime. See you guys next week, man. Love you guys. Nation. Ow.